0: Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 455, recorded live on Saturday, March 26th, 2016. And here
1: are your hosts, the man who's now got two dogs, Dave Clay. Hey! And the man who has none, Andy Lowe. Just, Just for today, I want to be clear, we did not actually get a second dog. Okay. We are watching a friend's dog. But currently, in your building, you have... In in my domicile, my house there are two dogs. Two dogs. Two. No cats. No. You guys gotta get a pet?
0: We this has always been the the topic was originally we were in a pet free apartment. Yep. So we couldn't get it otherwise we would literally get kicked out of our apartment. Correct. That is no longer a problem. That is no longer a problem. Um, we live in a subdivision, though. Yes. So we technically have five neighbors. Okay. Neighbor on our road to the left, neighbor on our road to the right, and we're in the middle, um, of the three houses on our block on the end. Okay. So we have the the two parallel sides going down each street on either end. So we have two backyard neighbors as well. Yes. Kind of like a like a a three by two sort of square thing. Um, our neighbor on the right has a dog, and uh, our neighbor on the back right has uh, at least two, and we think the neighbor behind him has two, maybe
1: three. So lots of opportunities for your dog to socialize. (laughs) Oh, those dogs love to socialize. And bark. And bark.
0: Yep. At all hours. Yep. Yep. So it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you go around, people are like, oh, yeah, you should have kids. And then you're, you know, stuck in an, an airplane next to a screaming baby and you're like, nope <laughs> let's, let's never have kids. Yeah. Best form of birth control. Yep. So it's kind of like that, where it's just like we are surrounded by enough barking dogs that we're like, do we really need a dog? Yes. <laughs> Well, today would be an excellent example. We're going to be going to the other side of the state without yeah. a dog.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's hard to do that with a dog.
0: Yeah. It's it's hard to go, okay, we need to go over here today. If we have a dog, then that's,
1: you know, literally somebody you, you else to either have to plan take it, into. Yeah, you have to either take it with you or leave it behind. Yep.
0: So, yeah, the question is, are you going to get a dog?
1: Cat? No. Wow, that was that was a fast answer. No, that's actually a fairly like for Andy. That is a strong no. Yeah, why no cat? Um,
0: Kate does not like cats. I okay. I I can stand cats. I I like most animals. So you know, I just but I I just I'm not feeling like I ever really need a cat in my life. Does that make sense?
1: Yes.
0: But cats are adorable. Yes, puppies are also adorable, which... (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like, we had the fight where it's like, yeah, all the dogs in the neighborhood, oh, we don't want to get a dog. But puppies are so cute. I mean, for goodness sakes, on Super Bowl Sunday, we don't watch the Super Bowl, we watch the Puppy
1: Bowl. They are adorable. Yes, yes they are. Especially when they're running around a field with a bunch of little plush toys. Yep. So yeah, it's... uh...
0: It's, it's going to have to be one hell of a puppy to, you know, break our facade that we have built, break down our barriers. But right, yeah, right now, no, Nope. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough of canines in the neighborhood that I, I'm okay. Puppy play with the puppy. Well, also for the fact is our backyard isn't 100% fenced
1: in, so we would also have to f- the fact that you both work. Yes, puppy leaving it at home all day is probably not the best thing to do.
0: No, we would have to set up something so the puppy could you know go outside, and yep. then we would have to fence in the backyard. Yep. But it seems also the people who previously owned this house, like, the dogs we used to, you know, every once in a while, some people's dogs would congregate in their yard. So I'm waiting to see when the weather gets nice, if we, you know, have random visitors. They actually, hint, hint. <laughs> They actually adopted one of the dogs there that just kept on showing up into the yard. Wow. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, dogs, No. Not right now. Not right now. Okay, but maybe. <laughs> like maybe. I said, it's going to have to be one hell of a cute puppy.
1: Why Why does it have to be a puppy?
0: Okay, so it will have
1: to be one hell of a cute dog. Okay. I mean, you know, Laz was not exactly the cutest dog when we were out at the shelter. Was he the best trained? No, God, No. <laughs> Although he did just hear his name, and so he's coming in here now. And of course, since he's coming in here, Tucker, the other dog, is coming in here. Are you just going to sit there and stare at you? Oh, uh, Les is going to drink, and Tucker is going to come over here and wag his tail until it like starts hitting things. Yep. Beagles are very, 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 very excitable. Yes. And Tucker is a little beagle mutt. Mm. So yeah, what else is new, Andy? Uh, We're recording rather early today.
0: Yes. Going over to the other side of the state, it's Easter weekend. Oh, that's right. It's Easter. Oh, shit. It's Easter. Easter's on Sunday. When the hell is Passover? April 22nd. Okay. Why do I know that and you don't? I'm not sure. Why don't I have plans for Passover yet?
1: (laughs) Wow, I was actually right.
0: (laughs) Where the hell was I storing that information?
1: I think the better question is, what information did you not remember that that information replaced?
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. It's literally, if I replace that information with something else, what did you what did you forget? I literally I, do not know. I can't know. tell. I like, can't
1: tell. By definition, I can't tell you, because I don't remember that I remembered it. It's just gone. Okay, so it's Easter Sunday, mm-hmm. so you're headed to the other side of the state? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very nice,
0: very nice. Yep, I think we're going to do a Chinese restaurant for um, uh, Easter Sunday brunch lunch. Oh. So that should be good. Slight uh, alteration on an old favorite. Instead of, you know, Christmas lunch, doing Easter lunch.
1: Yeah. Christmas is Chinese in a movie. Mm -hmm. You can do it for Easter. Mm -hmm. You can go see the new Batman vs. Superman movie.
0: If I do that, I'm going to have to go finally actually watch the original Superman movie. The original Superman movie? Or the the most recent Superman movie. Yeah, the the Superman 2 remake. Man of Steel or whatever it was?
1: Maybe. With General Zod.
0: Man of Steel. There we go. It's on Amazon Instant. No, I don't want Steel. (laughs) <laughs> Real Steel. No, no, no. Real Steel is the one with Hugh Jackman. Steel is the one with
1: Shaq. Shaq. Oh, my God. Did you ever see that movie or no? Nope. Oh, that was... I do recall that Shaq was in several movies. I don't remember which ones or what they were about.
0: I I can't believe, literally, Amazon Review for Steel has got four and a half stars. On average? On, yeah, the average.
1: Kazam has four stars. What is the average, like, Metacritic? Or Rotten Tomatoes, right? That's what the equivalent is. That's an excellent question.
0: Rotten Tomatoes, Steel. One star, 12%. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I'm never trusting Amazon reviews for movies anymore. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's see what Kazam is. One star, six percent.
1: Jaws: The Revenge is a zero percent. Oh nope, not this is this is fun. People who liked this movie also (laughs) like. Oh god! And then it's just a series of really terrible movies. (laughs) Like (laughs) you, you could essentially say people who like this movie have bad taste in movies. People who like this movie also like Street Fighter, The Honeymooners, I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, Kangaroo Jack, The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas, Jaws, The Revenge. Okay, now I'm on this whole thing of, uh, was I looking,
0: okay, now I'm in the, customers who watched this also watched this and this, I'm like, oh, some of these were actually
1: interesting. I'm a bit more interested in, Amazon has, uh, cast Tick for a live action
0: I don't know how I think
1: about that. They're doing a live-action tick. Didn't they do a live-action tick? Yes, I do believe they did. It didn't work. No, no, it right? didn't. Right? Like, that was... Okay. That was Patrick Warburton.
0: Yeah, there was the 90, there was the animated series in the 90s. I remember
1: that. Animated series was amazing. And then the live-action series. That was not... Okay, in any case, you should probably like actually start talking about things. okay, yeah, do you want to start with Amazon? Yeah, sure. We're
0: already on that topic. Yeah. What has Amazon got today? Amazon has decided to team up with Comcast. You sound so
1: excited. Did, did, can you give me a second to reboot my brain? I'm sorry it uh it it sounded like you said Amazon was was teaming up with Comcast. Yes, why? That's an
0: excellent question.
1: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. So what are they doing? Let's let's at least get that out of the way. Okay. Amazon has started what they call the
0: Amazon Cable Store. Okay. Where you can shop for internet, TV, and home phone services. Right now, their only option is Comcast. Okay. So they took all of the Comcast online offers, added in some Amazon stuff, and lets you place
1: your order on Amazon. Okay. That's not actually, like, a terrible thing yet. I mean, Amazon is a, a store. Yes. If I want to go, it's a little ironic that I go to a store on the internet to purchase internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's like, okay. But, like, think about it. when you were trying to get your, your internet hooked up, that was a pain point, wasn't it? it? was, like, getting the actual package and connection and scheduling things. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Uh... So if Amazon were willing to do that part, or you were able to do that part through Amazon, that's not a bad thing. No. And right now it's only Comcast. Yeah,
0: they they said they are planning on uh, trying to get other carriers to join.
1: Mm-hmm. So really, was this like a, an Amazon announcement, or was this Comcast saying, hey, you can do it through Amazon now, because we're partnered with Amazon, because Amazon's cool and hip?
0: Um... I think they both announced it at the same time. My guess is, well, especially since one of the, when, uh, so they literally, so the top part is, Hey, it's the Amazon cable store. You can shop for internet packages, TV, internet, TV, internet phone, because who the hell, you know, wants a landline outside of businesses. Yep. They're like, why Amazon? Because you can just do
1: this all in one place.
0: Yeah. So there's like, Oh yeah, we'll give you Amazon gift cards with certain packages, best deals. You can actually buy your own modem on Amazon. Yep. And then literally the next one is dedicated customer service exclusively for Amazon customers. So... I feel like that's part of the thing. It's like Comcast is like, our customer service sucks. Everybody knows it.
1: And Amazon's like, our customer service is fantastic. And everybody knows it.
0: So yeah, I'm not sure who went to who. I'm I'm feeling like Amazon went to the cable companies and were like, look, we're already doing this for phones, cell phones.
1: Yeah, because they're why already doing it just, with uh, Verizon, AT&T, Sprint.
0: Yeah. So it's like, why don't we just do this for TV and internet? And Comcast was the first one to jump at it because they're just like, please let us get away from our... We hate doing this. Let's see. The American Consumer Satisfaction Index, Comcast, has scored a 54 out of 100. Amazon's customer satisfaction index is an eighty-three. Amazon's. Am- Amazon's customer satisfaction index. Amazon apostrophe
1: s. I know, but you 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 said it with a funny enunciation. You did it with a almost a nasally British. Amazon's.
0: My apologies. My nose is a bit stuffed right now. <laughs>
1: Amazon's. Come on, we're from the Midwest.
0: Amazon's. Yeah, it goes America. Up. America. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I have to go off on a tangent on this one. Uh-oh. So, Neil deGrasse Tyson
1: this week kind
0: of did a whirlwind
1: tour of Michigan. I, wait, I'm sorry. Say, Did you just say a whirlwind tour? Yes. You do know it is a whirlwind tour, right? Whirlwind? Whirlwind. Like a tornado? Oh, you're right. There's no D. <laughs> outside
0: of the D at the end. Right. My apologies on that one. Okay. Just wanted to... Cool. Okay, so he did a whirlwind. There we go. Yeah. Michigan. Okay. He did a show in Grand Rapids. Next day, he did a show in Kalamazoo. Next day, he did a show in Ann Arbor. Next day, he did a show in Detroit. Okay. <laughs> so, um, uh, we went to go see him when he was here in Kalamazoo. My family went to go see him when he was in Ann Arbor, that sort of thing. Um, when he was in here in Kalamazoo, uh, he was talking about America at some point, and then he did America. Yeah. And then he turns the audience and goes, how do you spell that? And then... <laughs> Somebody, you know, starts spelling out, there's like apostrophe... Wait, you started with an apostrophe? Yeah. No words should ever start with an... And then he just... Neil deGrasse Tyson does his Neil deGrasse Tyson. It just goes off on that for like 30 seconds. God. Our our two-hour show lasted two and a half hours. Oh, not bad. His Ann Arbor show... ...lasted three and a half hours. Wow. It started a little late, but when when the two-hour part hit, he actually showed people the clocks and was like, look, we've been here for two hours. Do you guys want me to keep going? Everybody said yes, so then he turned off the clock... Did another forty-five minutes. Did a forty-five-minute Q and A afterwards. There were people who had literally like left before the Q and A because it was already three hours sitting in Hill Auditorium. Ugh. Yeah, those seats ain't comfortable. No, nope, not for that long. No. So I was like, man, it would have been nice to see him, you know, for an extra hour. But I don't know if I could have sat in those seats for an extra hour.
1: I I actually read a few stories recently on Reddit about people who have met uh Dr. Tyson and that he is not a very nice gentleman. No, I d I don't doubt it. He he can probably tear you apart. Well, like he he it, the impression that they got was he felt very superior and made sure that they were aware of that. Mm. I could see that. So, anywho. So, yeah. What did did he talk about at the Uh, talk? uh,
0: Ours was uh, the cosmic perspective. Kind of saying, like, look, you know, we need to be as one world population and not the individual nation populations. Mm. And, like, look, America was great because of this and probably this. But then look what happened. Where's the next up-and-coming researchers going to be? And showed some interesting maps. So, it was was an interesting... was an enjoyable talk yeah i I did enjoy it mm-hmm. that's good but yeah no so <laughs> you can tell this is what comcast is trying to fix is their customer service experience is crap so they have like look we're literally giving you guys a separate customer service experience if you order through amazon.
1: amazon yeah i mean it's it's Fits for Amazon because mm-hmm. anything that's good that comes out of it will be Amazon. Yes. Anything that's negative that comes out of it will be will Comcast. Be, oh, that's because they partnered with Comcast. Yeah. It's one of the things where it's like the customer service experience is all going to be on the Amazon
0: side, and then everybody's still going to bitch and moan about the cost and about you know the service quality and that sort of thing. Yeah, but that's but like just that, not like the customer service quality, but the actual like cable quality, which is all still going to be Comcast. So, yeah, do you think it is... was
1: it was this or get into the cable business and they just saw this as the easier way?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So huh. yeah, so that's literally a thing. Amazon and Comcast have teamed up. There is a dog behind me. Of course. You just walked right in. Amazon and Comcast team up. Okay, well, what else do we have? Do we have any other Amazon stuff?
0: Oh, yes, actually. We can. I thought
1: we, yeah, I thought we had at least one more.
0: Um, Amazon has released... Basically, how to um, make your own Amazon Exo or Echo. Oh, Alexa? Yes. You could make your own Alexa with a Raspberry Pi.
1: Ooh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And what does... I mean, so I know that there's if this, then that. What else does Alexa do? She does Spotify. Uh, She can do...
0: There's got to be a thing on the Amazon Echo page now. There's so many many new things now, it's ridiculous. Like, I saw one of the ads during March Madness, and the guy was like, Alexa, how many steps have I taken? And it literally, like, connected to the 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 Fitbit Fitbit.
1: information. Because you can't just look down at your Fitbit that you're probably wearing on your wrist. Yeah. So you can interact with a Nest can order pizza to be clear it's order pizza from Domino's. yes not just ordering pizza is ordering dominoes <laughs> i'd almost argue that's not ordering pizza there's an interaction with the batman superman
0: thing what oh my god why <laughs> Use Alexa on your Echo or Fire TV voice remote to travel back in time and solve the murder mystery behind Batman's origins. Uh, When you're ready to play, using your Echo or Fire TV remote, say Alexa,
1: launch the Wayne Investigation. So they turned it into a game. Yes. Pass. (laughs) Pass. I don't know. Like Alexa is is the same problem as the
0: Okay Google. Yeah, there was a thing about that. I think on like NPR where did we talk about that last week or no? I I don't think we expressly talked about it. That it it it's not secure. No. Well, this one is because uh, it doesn't have the always on feature. You actually would have to hit a button for this Raspberry Pi version to work. Hmm. It, it could be a lot more secure. It's not passively on. I mean, all the sort
1: time. of because it's a Linux system. You could go in and make it be always on. True. That's a pretty easy little Python script to just listen for Alexa and then tell it to pipe whatever the uh, the audio is back to this other program. Man, if I ever wanted to
0: get started with programming stuff for Alexa, this would be the simplest way to do it, rather than buying the hundred and how much is it now? Uh, I don't know, but probably not that much for a dev kit. Hundred and eighty bucks now for the Echo.
1: Yeah. What's the dev kit for the Echo?
0: That's an interesting question.
1: All new Amazon dot, dot, dot. It's devices, not dev. Developer.com and, okay, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. So where do I buy it? Services and APIs. Ooh, log in with Amazon. I'll have to remember that one. I don't see the dev kit. Uh-huh. Uh, all skills published by the
0: 31st will receive a dev shirt. That is not helpful at all. I, I literally think that uh, how to get started now. Designer, you'll build out sample phrases, code, submit your skill, testing a skill, Alexa-enabled device, testing Lambda functions, testing web services, register an Alexa-enabled device for testing.
1: Um, Displaying cards. Yeah, I don't know if there
0: even is a... Uh... There probably isn't. Dev kit. No, it looks like it's just software stuff
1: yeah the hell is lambda
0: huh i don't know like i said if you have a raspberry pi let's see is it which one do we need raspberry pi 2 model b micro usb power cable micro sd card ethernet cable usb 2.0 mini microphone and a usb keyboard and mouse and a wi-fi wireless adapter is optional okay most of this is the usb keyboard and mouse is so you can you know ssh into your raspberry pi
1: so you don't need to do it
0: yeah Take a look at the logo on that page. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we said, take a look at that logo. What popped up was the picture of Tucker that you had sent me earlier, and I'm like, <laughs> take a look at that logo. That's your dog.
1: It's not my not dog. Your dog. It's my friend's dog.
0: Really? They did the Half-Life Lambda? Yeah,
1: Amazon. Well, I mean, it's a Lambda, right? It's, yeah. Elves doesn't own the Greek letter Lambda. No, no, it doesn't. But it's freaking orange. It's an orange background with a white circle and a white Lambda. Oh, what is that reminiscent of? <laughs> they knew exactly what they were doing on that one. Yeah. So that's Amazon. Uh, you can make your own Echo using a Raspberry Pi. They are. I, I hesitate to say they're teaming up with Comcast. We didn't say that they were teaming up with Sprint or with Verizon. By the way, reminds me, I had a terrible, terrible, god-awful experience at Best Buy last week. Why were you in Best Buy? Because I was maybe going to get the Galaxy S7. Oh, Kate's got the S7. Yeah? Yeah. How is it? I think she likes it. It's growing on her. Okay. I was going to get it, and then I – so I get there. I did it at Best Buy because they had the really nice deal. Oh, with the the VR and then – The headset and the memory card, and I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll I'll do it. And so I went in, and dude's like, okay, uh, all of our service reps are busy right now, but I can take your name and we'll text you when someone's free. I'm like, okay. Do you have any, any idea how long this goes? It's like yeah, 15, 20 minutes. <sighs> Sure, whatever. I'll hang around the <laughs> store for 15, 20 minutes. Half an hour later, I go back up. They're like, hey, so what's the status? It's like, oh, they're just wrapping up probably another 5, 10 minutes. 20 minutes later. So I've been there now for 50 minutes, just waiting around. One of them's free. Calls me over, says, this is Dave. He's interested in a Galaxy S7. I say, no, I'm actually interested in the Galaxy S7 Edge. Says, oh, okay. For the rest of the, like, 15 minutes that I was working with this person, she kept trying to give me an S7, not an an edge i'm like no this is i i don't want the s7 and eventually so it turns out uh sprint changed the way that they they tell you that you don't qualify for an upgrade so when you buy with a renewed two-year contract you get the really really cheap price right yeah well if you don't if you if you haven't had it long enough to be on that which is to say you're still on the contract they don't say you don't qualify for an upgrade anymore what they say is you qualify for a leasing or a payment plan I'm gonna reiterate my first question I've asked. Yep.
0: Why did you go to Best Buy?
1: I, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, so so how much would that cost? They're like, well, if you do the leasing, the the lease, it's a little cheaper, and uh, it means that every year when Samsung comes out with another phone, you'd be able to just upgrade to that phone automatically. I said, okay, but how much does it cost? What would be on the bill? And they, they looked at, like, I said, just tell me the, the total amount. Or, like, I don't want the lease. Just how about the payment plan? How much would that cost? Like, well, it's going to be more than the lease. I said, I get that. <laughs> they, they don't want to give you the... Nut- how much and like uh, eventually I said like how much would it just cost what would the I want to know what the total would be and like oh the total and I like y- yes and so they, <laughs> they went and looked up the price of the damn phone I said no you you that's not the price that they're going to charge the whole point of the payment plan is to do a different pricing scheme how much is it going to cost and eventually I gave up I'm like you know what I'm done 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 fuck it never buying a phone at Best Buy ever Oh God! it was a waste of an hour and a half of my time we
0: My dad got his S5 at Best Buy on Black Friday because they had an amazing deal because it's Black Friday. Yep. That will be the only time I will ever buy a phone at Best Buy.
1: Yep. Never, never, ever, ever, ever doing that. The Sprint store that I have is staffed with very nice people. They didn't have it in stock, which is why I'm like, ah, you know what? Maybe I'll check somewhere else. And Best Buy has this really awesome deal. Nope. Never again. Yeah. I will just go back to the Sprint
0: store. Yeah, our T-Mobile one that we always go to is at a kiosk in the mall. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we actually had to wait, I Kate was waiting. I went and got, you know, uh, a couple of pretzels and a smoothie and yep. came back.
1: Yep. Did you guys get the free
0: uh, Gear VR headset? Yes, and a free year of Netflix. Nice. Once that, uh, let's see, what did the email say when they sent it to me? Samsung... Thank you for your submission, Gear VR offer. Blah, blah, blah. Once we've approved your offer claim, we'll send you a confirmation. Please allow approximately six to eight weeks for that to show up. And I do believe once we get that number, then we should also get the free thing of Netflix as well, if I remember reading that thing correctly. Guess a mobile samsung offer by the 31st once you receive your codes you and claim your free year of netflix by visiting netflix.com slash special offer by four thirty slash 2016 and entering your promo code
1: i have to uh i, I have to go for a sec andy what? we have to pause we have to pause <gasps> the uh, dog owners have shown up ah so i will be right back shortly all right andy okay there we go i paused it well now that you've derailed the podcast where do you want to yeah. go next <laughs> Oh, uh, well, we, we, we had been talking of Amazon. Um, let's swap over to Google. Okay. There's a few things with Google this week. Google Nick. Google Nick. What the heck is Google Nick? So Nick, N-I-K, yes. was a collection of plugins and photo software and a suite of editing tools that used to cost... A lot of money. Okay. It is now free. Oh, good. So Google has uh, put this entire workshop out. The Nick collection is now free. This includes things like ColorFX Pro, spelling FX E-F-E-X, which is a color correction suite uh there's the filters for making it look analog for making it look like it's a silver print uh just all these different little plugins to help pictures
0: oh for photoshop lightroom and aperture awesome
1: yeah completely free
0: what version
1: of photoshop do they work with Ooh, that's a really good question. I don't know. Where do you see that it works with Photoshop? Uh, CS4 or Creative Commons? Yeah, CS4
0: through CC 2015. Uh, Adobe Photoshop Elements 9 through 13 and Adobe Lightroom 3 through 6 slash Creative Commons, yeah.
1: Well, my CS2 Photoshop then will not work with that. No, no, this will not work with CS2. (laughs) The Define is pretty cool, because it's camera-specific. Ooh, well, that's interesting. So that's really, really neat and awesome. Yeah. So that's the it. first little bit of news out of uh, San Jose Mountain View. The other one being that Chrome app launcher. Do you use Chrome apps, Andy? I, well, yeah, because um, all of our business stuff for work
0: is based off of chrome like we use gmail as our email client we've got all the google docs that i use all the time okay so that app
1: that you, app you launcher probably get through those
0: like just in chrome don't you well normally uh I've got the app launcher set up on my work desktop right next to the start menu. Oh. Because I'll oh. do that to be like, okay, I need to open up Calendar. I need to open up Google Docs. I need to open up Drive. It's literally like I, right I there. I have
1: some bad news for you, sir. I know. I was so pissed when I heard this news. Oh. I was
0: so pissed.
1: Yeah. I have some bad news, because that's going away, like going far away. Now, is the app launcher in Chrome at least still going to be around? I mean, there will still be Chrome apps. What do you mean by the app launcher in
0: Chrome? Well, on my on my taskbar here, up near my, you know, in, I'm in Chrome right now. Yeah, you have your URL. Yeah, I have my URL bar. To the right of that, I got some extensions. Yeah. And then one of them is the apps launcher, which I opened it, it up, up and I've got, like, Chrome Remote Desktop, Gmail, Calendar. Calendar, docs, drive, maps, search. How, how do you slides? get it up there? Is that in settings? I don't remember how I put it up there. <laughs> hopefully that one's going to stay around too because that's how I normally go to like either Gmail or Drive right yeah, away. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm sure that one will stay there. Okay, hopefully that will stay there. Show advanced settings?
0: I, I don't know how I got Maybe. it there.
1: Apps? continue running background apps when chrome is closed oh yeah i do that
0: for hangouts
1: and stuff yeah yeah
0: i don't i don't know where it is oh don't i don't know, know. I don't know. I, somehow i got it up there <laughs> there's a bunch of ones up here now that i don't uh, social fixer for facebook auto refresh Tab suspender. What the hell is Mata? Ooh. What? I have an extension that turned the page into night mode. Okay. Manage extensions. What was that? Mata.
1: Reading the web should be friendly for your eyes. So instead of all the white backgrounds, it's a black background? Yeah. the hell is pocketables? <laughs> That's just a review website. I don't care about that. I do my own reviews. Someone made a drum machine in Chrome. Interesting. I found out you can use Chrome for, like, actual web development. Really? I didn't realize this, but when you do the F12 uh, developer tools, you can tell it to point and, like, link the page that you're looking at to a yeah. page on your hard disk. Oh. And so when you start making changes to the page on your hard disk or the, the if you start making changes to the page in the browser using the developer tools, uh, they can change the file on your hard disk to match it. Well that's neat. So that like as you are developing the page, you can just make the changes directly into the page. Well that's super neat. Yeah. Makes web development very different. But only if you're using actual web pages instead of like a framework like Ruby on Rails.
0: Uh, which I still actually have my Ruby on Rails book I yeah. how out of date that is.
1: Uh, what version of Rails is it? I think two. That is very out of date. Rails <laughs> five is I think coming out or out. It's the one problem with computer books? Rails 5 is out.
0: (laughs) You get the book, and you're like, oh, yeah, it'll be great to look at. And then you look at it, and you're like, it's like, download Python version 5. And you're like, well, hell no.
1: (laughs) I hope not. Python's at, like, version 2.7. Or it might have been, like, 1.5 or or something like that. It was was just, uh, like, download Python at this really old version. you're like, well... Or not. (laughs) Or not maybe something else a little more modern possibly if if you want me to download an old version sure okay i can do that yeah well that's that's just the problem of like learning a language and that's one of the worst things about learning rails is it just keeps changing
0: heck it's bad enough even just with the the stuff for microsoft uh, active directory Yep, because the stuff just changes. Oh, yeah, Active Directory in a 2012 thing is different than, you know, 2008. And that's different than 2003. And oh, yeah, where all your stuff is located is completely different as well. Yep, it took three of us 10 minutes to try and figure out how to put a shortcut to my computer on the desktop of a 2012 server. <coughs>
1: That's kind of amusing.
0: Because, you know, 2012's got the, the Windows 8 format. Yep. So it's like, okay, I want to put, the, I just want to put, what nope. you can do on, you know, the, the nope. regular Windows 8, but the server nope. 2012. No. Nope. <laughs> I actually had to open up Windows Explorer, go to my computer, create a shortcut for that one, and then put that to show on the desktop. But it was hilarious. You have all these, like, heavy duty IT guys just staring at this server going, how do we do this? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. That's weird. So speaking of developing, yeah. Intel. Intel when they develop their chips has normally been like a a two year cycle. Okay. Which they nicknamed the TikTok strategy. So they would introduce a new um process of building the chips in one cycle for one year. Yes. And then the next year, they would upgrade the architecture to use the new process. So it's like you would build all the machines to go from 16 nanometers to 14 nanometers. Right. And then the next year, they would actually use all that 14 nanometer stuff to put out the new chips. And then the next year after that, they would get better machinery. So they called it their TikTok. It says, build new machines. Build the chips to you to be built on the new machines. Mm-hmm. Build new processing machines. Build new chips. So it's, that was their TikTok strategy. That right. they've been doing that for like a decade, at least. Yeah, and, and it was working great for them. They threw that out the window, okay? Because they're they they've hit a limit. Basically, they can't. It's taking longer than a year to build the new machines. You know, to get the the smaller processors and everything.
1: Yeah. Well, we're also coming up to like theoretical limits of the laws of physics yeah because at some point the transistor is small enough that the electrons that they're actually blocking this is the best part ready for this all right you know the idea of of the transistor right it's yeah. the logic gates the yeah, nand yeah. gates and all that and like yeah which means and, that and there's, there's and an electron on one side and it only moves over if they both right yeah at some point the barrier gets so thick. Thin and since electrons kind of can hop around in space <laughs> due to quantum stuff yes <laughs> it could quantum tunnel through the barrier oops <laughs> like it just appears on the other side huh so they're they're going with a process architecture optimization period so really they're just adding in a little bit of buffer time yes it's that's do the process, do the architecture, do the process, do the architecture. And as do the process, do the architecture, optimize. Do the pro- process, do the architecture, optimize. Yeah.
0: So they, they've they added a third step there because they, they, they it's like, look, we can't we can't keep doing this anymore. Just literally the lots of physics will not allow it. <laughs> oh, dear. Dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Still can't believe at some point they're going to get 10 nanometers. That's ridiculous. Uh, they think they're going to get 10 nanometers. They, that is true. Yeah, they think they're going to get 10 nanometers. <laughs> They want to do 10 nanometers, is what we're saying. So, other computer news. Mm-hmm. We talked about the micro bit, of, I think, last year, maybe, two years ago. It was a, It's the computer that the BBC was going to put out. the Kind of yes. like the uh, Arduino like Raspberry Pi sort of thing. Arduino. Arduino. Yeah. Um, well, they are uh, launching them right now. This week... Every single year 7 student in England and Wales, year 8 student in Northern Ireland, and S1 student in Scotland will be handed one of these for free. About a million of them are going to be sent out. Okay. And they get to keep them as their own device. That's cool. Sending out a million? Um, uh, Approximately a million. Of of these little
1: mini computers. Yes,
0: to every single student in Great Britain, basically. So it's... Is it really anyone who wants it, or just... I think it's literally every single student is going to get one whether they want it or not
1: <laughs> every year seven student in england and wales year eight student in northern ireland and s1 student in scotland yep so only at a certain grade yes not like they're handing first years a computer no okay.
0: no they're not handing these to kindergartners that will that that will it's, not that's end just well. not going to go well yeah
1: so it has a usb it has an antenna has batteries there's like nothing on this thing it has an accelerometer but it's not really a a full-blown raspberry pi no this is more of a like i said an Arduino. it's a it's a microcontroller yeah not i mean it it is a microprocessor but it's really just being used as a microcontroller okay what would you do what would you have done in 7th grade when when someone gave you this?
0: I don't know.
1: I honestly I, I honestly don't know. It's one of those things where it's like how many of them are going to end up on the internet in the trash? They're giving a a million people one of these things. Yep. How many of them are actually going to use it?
0: Well, they said that they're giving you know extras to teachers and they've already like put out uh, where was it uh, they've already basically created um uh, st- uh, not structure what am i what's the word am I thinking for here? You were the teacher here curriculum yes, they've already released some curriculum for these things as well, okay, so we'll see how all this works though.
1: yeah, it could be good,
0: maybe. It depends on how many of them um,
1: will actually use them. That's what the that's what the kicker is going to be. Right, and the answer is probably not very many. Yeah, that that would be my guess.
0: I wonder how many of the teachers though are going to be like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> what's a, what's a microcontroller? Why would I need this? Yeah. How are my students going to use this?" Yep. So that uh, should be interesting
1: to see. Oh, so what else we got here? Um. Have you ever played with a website called Tinkercad? No. Are you familiar with Tinkercad? I'm. I'm familiar with CAD. Tinkercad it... is a really, really rudimentary and basic 3D modeling application. Oh, so it's like a uh, web like, version of SketchUp. Yeah, but okay. it's like much more intuitive and way better controls. <laughs> Sorry, but okay. So I've I've been playing with that a little bit lately. Uh, anyway, when I was toggling through my windows and one of them came up, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Tinkercad. Um, Madden Lawsuit was yeah, thrown out, right? Well, not thrown out, but no. the the court refused to hear it. Yeah, the EA
0: has been for, let's see, it was ruled last January that the, the lawsuit could move forward. And so the uh, EA kept on saying, well, this is freedom of speech. This is freedom of speech. There's no lawsuit here.
1: <laughs> we went all the way up
0: to the Supreme Court. The Supreme, and the
1: Supreme Court's like, no, we're, we aren't listening to you.
0: Yeah, so it dropped back down to the Ninth based Circuit Court of Appeals. Which previously rejected EA's free speech claim and said, "All right, begin the lawsuit." So, EA's got another lawsuit on their hands that has to deal with football. Another one. Well, there was the there was the college one before with the player likenesses with the NCAA. And oh, EA. okay. And
1: this is this is with Madden. This is the yes. NFL.
0: Yes. Wouldn't EA have gotten, like, the license for, like... Well, yes, yes. Okay, so this one was, they, they paid the license fees to the NFL Players Union for the current players. Okay. So that is all set in legal. Legal. Those Madden games, perfectly fine. What they did, though, starting back in 2001 until 2009, was they put classic teams in there. Oh! So those, like, football teams that, you know, that had the amazing records and had the amazing years and that sort of thing. So they put the historical teams that in there. That two- was
1: stupid. Stupid as
0: shit yeah so they they never actually named the players but you know if you have a running back exactly who they are yeah it's like you have a running back from the lions from like the 90s who's really good you're not actually gonna call him barry sanders but it's barry sanders everybody's gonna know it's barry sanders
1: oh that's just stupidity yeah
0: that's that's it's basically like the same with the college teams is the college it's it's literally the same argument you couldn't actually name the college players you just you know use their likeness use their likeness and use their stats and everything and everybody knew it was the college players yeah same thing but in Madden and so that lawsuit i have a feeling is not going to go EA's way Oh my God! This, why would you be so dumb? People wanted. Hey, I wanna, I wanna play Madden, but I wanna play it. You know, with a, the Chicago. I wanna play it with the refrigerator and the Chicago Bears. The who? The refrigerator from from the, Chico- nope. the Bears.
1: Nope. That's, don't don't know who you're talking about.
0: Refrigerator Perry. There you go. William Perry, nicknamed the refrigerator, because he was so big. Ah. Still alive too. Good. Yeah, no, he was the defensive lineman of the year for.
1: Uh, he was ridiculous. I will take your word for it. Yeah,
0: eighty six Bears, good year.
1: Okay, remember who you're talking to, right? Yeah, just no. Just okay, wanna...
0: so, sorry, eighty five Bears because yeah, the eighty six Super Bowl. They went fifteen and one. Okay, good for them. Yeah,
1: there there are two
0: playoff games before going to the Super Bowl. They shut out both the teams. That's how good their defense was. Because also because of the refrigerator. I'm surprised your, you know, Midwest football knowledge did not include that, but granted that was also eighty six, so you were not really weren't
1: really cognitive of football at that time. I Andy, I was barely cognitive of my fingers at that time. <laughs> Oh, so we should actually probably talk about the Apple
0: event that actually happened.
1: Oh, yeah, because we said, like, hey, there's going to be an Apple event. It's going to be nothing surprising. Yeah. Guess what? Nothing surprising. Nothing surprising.
0: Which, I I love this. So I can, because we have last week's episode still up on the main page, I can look at the, hey, this is what everything Apple plans to announce on Monday's event. And was it? Well, let's see. Let's see. It's, uh, new 4-inch iPhone SE. New 4-inch iPhone SE. 9.7-inch iPad Pro. 9.7 inch ipad pro new apple watch bands and partnerships well new apple watch bands and a cheaper apple watch price ios 9.3 ios 9.3 they (laughs) whoever this person
1: is that leaked all their information they did a good job they did a good job yeah because it was all accurate yeah which is to say there was nothing surprising at apple no
0: didn't i read somewhere though that the uh Uh, There was an issue with the iOS 9.3 on older
1: devices. Uh, If you did, I didn't read that. I don't actually doubt that you did. I just didn't read that.
0: If you can't activate your iPhone, iPad, or iPod Touch after installing iOS 9.3, updating some iOS devices, iPhone 5S and earlier, to iOS 9.3 can require entering the Apple ID and password used to set up the device in order to complete the software update. If you can't recall your password or can't sign in, try these steps. Wow. Oops. Apple's in trouble. Because they don't know what they're doing anymore. Yeah, iOS 9.3 update could brick older phones and iPads, says Information Week. Oops. Yeah, so they've pulled back the release that they just announced. So they can, uh, yeah, in some cases, the hint that the user sees on the Activate iPhone screen might not match the current Apple ID. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> whose ID does it match? I don't know. So, yeah, so they announced the iPoint 3 update, and then they pulled it back right away, going, yeah, we got some problems with it.
1: Sorry. Oops. Good lord, Apple. This is just... This has been insane.
0: What's really funny, though, is... uh one of the guys I work with has got an iPad and they just did the new uh, night mode, which is just like the bedtime on the Kindle mm-hmm. and the uh, the Twilight and Flux does the same thing. So he was like, oh, yeah, no, this is great. And I'm sitting there going like been boom, able to do this forever. Boom. Yeah. It's like I had that on my phone for forever. I have it on my Kindle right now. Boom. It's like that's not new. It's just Apple finally joining the party. Granted, most of the scientific proof on the whole red shade sort of thing really isn't that great. No, it's it's not really uh, a thing. It's more of actually the screen brightness that really affects you.
1: Yeah. So, Although, I don't know, I've been using the, the wake-up light the crap i don't remember the company mm-hmm. phillips i think it's a phillips the wake-up light and it's yeah. it's been really nice actually well that's good like it's been super super helpful especially right around when daylight savings was of like it's dark again but when my alarm goes off there's a small sun in my room ah i just have my watch go off yeah i don't wear my watch to sleep though because i charge it overnight
0: oh see mine can last a couple of days
1: Yes, but that's because your watch isn't really a full watch.
0: No, but it, it does what I need it to do. It tells me text messages, like I just got one from my boss, which i have to read. <laughs> Uh-oh. I somehow lost you on Snapchat. Do you still use it? Snapchat? Yeah. Uh,
1: I've not used Snapchat in... A year. I also have not used Snap. I guess I installed it at some point. I think oh. I installed it to see what it was about and then just never, ever went back to it.
0: I, I know a couple of guys at corporate use it all the time. And so, hmm, I don't know. Have to try that one out. Um, so also another fun little moment in the Apple uh, speech was when um, uh, Phil Schiller said that a lot of people came from iPad to PCs. This is amazing statistics. He said with a serious look before revealing that there are more than 600 million PCs in use that are over five years old. And he said that's really sad. PCs
1: don't need
0: to be upgraded every year. Yeah, it's like these people could really benefit from an iPad Pro. It's like "Mm, 600 million PCs. No, I don't think so. I think they're okay. I think these people are fine. Yeah, so this guy, the article I linked here, he's like, let's break it down. There's either
1: A, you can't afford an upgrade, or B, you don't need an upgrade. Either way... You don't need an iPad Pro. Yeah. I might get a chance to use an iPad Pro at work. We're, uh, we're looking at ways of using the uh, technology to improve education. So like drawing with the iPad and putting it on the screen. You see, we're at work. We're kind of going. We're we're putting the feelers out for actually going to
0: surfaces. Nice. Because there's times where it's like, I've got my Kindle with me, and I'm doing my Google Docs on my Kindle with a stylus and stuff there, and I'm like, man, if I had a Surface, it'd, it'd be a little bit harder to hold in my hand. Yeah. But still, it's like exactly what I was planning on doing for this sort of stuff. Yep. Especially then, you know, I could get the VPN to work and could be able to remote in, and now people call me up, especially somebody called me up five minutes before we started recording and was like, yeah, hey, our Internet's out at work, and I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Luckily, it came back up on its own. So I'm like, all right, but still, I had to, you know, get my laptop out, boot it up, wait for it to load, and da 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 da. da. Um, anything else you want to hit that
1: seems big news? Um, looking down the list, there was some success in a uh, a health science of removing HIV from a, an infected T cell. Really? I don't know. You could do that. Well, because historically, you couldn't. Gotcha. <laughs> That's why it's new and exciting and news, and, like, that's what we're talking about. So I didn't realize this. I know how viruses work. Yeah. Right? They go into a cell and then use the cell's ability to reproduce to reproduce themselves. Yes. What I didn't realize was that HIV and the reason why HIV is a a lifelong infection, right? Because, like, other viruses, you get it, and your body eventually clears it out. Yeah. HIV modifies your genetics. Ooh. It actually inserts its genetic code into your T-cell's DNA. So if your T-cell replicates before it dies, then the new cells still contain that code. That's not good. Yeah, so that's what's so, like, really, real. I mean, the fact that it attacks T-cells is pretty bad. Yeah. Because that's, like, the brains of your entire immune system. <laughs> that's like... It will literally... It's like
0: somebody going after your head of security. <laughs> and the cameras and yeah. the the network
1: and yeah. a bunch of other stuff.
0: So we can actually remove it from the T cells. That's that's pretty neat. Man, I wonder if this I wonder if you could modify it for other no genetic
1: diseases. Uh possibly. I mean, it's the same concept of what they're doing for other genetic diseases that's how they applied it to this. Mm. So that's kind of cool that they, they managed to use the modern techniques to actually just remove the infectious DNA from the cell's DNA. And then the other cool sciencey thing is Kepler, the, the, um, Space Telescope. Yes. Managed to catch the light of a supernova. Ooh. As it happened. Ho! Ha ha. Now, this is not to say they have pictures of a supernova as it's happening. No. Big difference between capturing the intensity of the light and recording a video. Yeah. Because I don't think Kepler has video, does it? No. Yeah. Oh, God, no. You, you don't get video when mid, your exposures are, like, minutes long. Yeah, no. Uh, but there's a, a really cool little graph of the intensity of light of a supernova. There's this really weird little spike right before the intensity starts going up and up and up and up and up and up. And, up, and it fits the predicted mathematical models, and people are really excited about it. Nice. Stars blowing up is kind of amazingly awesome. Yeah. Also terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> well, sooner or later, it's
0: going to happen to ours.
1: Yeah, no, not like this. No, but still, Uh, no, absolutely not like
0: this. Are you kidding? But no, our star is still going to expand and engulf the Earth. Yeah, but not explode. No, but it's still, it's still, uh, it might might engulf the Earth. I thought it was at least gonna. We're not actually sure. Well, hopefully stuff like this will actually tell us what's in
1: stars and then we can figure out. We know what's in stars. We're pretty darn good at what's in the star. Okay, so. Hydrogen and helium for the most part. Okay. In any case, ready to move? Yes. Review? Yes. Your turn. My turn. So I'm reviewing this. I started this game yesterday, right? I had Pathfinder yesterday. So I got home from work, installed this game, played a little bit, played Pathfinder, went back to this game. I played four hours of this game yesterday (laughs) this is an early access game it is still in development okay i put in four hours yesterday multiplayer with a friend we have barely scratched the surface of this game this is called factorio factorio is a sort of crafting game sort of crafting sort of rts but not really because you don't have like lots of units to command It is The the concept of the game is you have crashed on this world, you are alone on this world, or with a couple other people on this world, and you want to start surviving and building and progressing, right? The idea is progression. So, you chop down a tree, and then you get some stone, and then you make an axe, and you use that to start mining, and you get some iron, and you get some coal, and you get more stone. And so, you you know this pattern, you know this progression, right? Yeah. The difference is, between this and, like, Minecraft, not everything in this is destructible. It's just resources. It's more like real-time strategy, where, like, there's minerals over here and wood over here. Gotcha. But the game is not crafting and, and growing. The game is... Is automating the crafting and growing. So this is <sighs> this is space chem meets Minecraft. That's what I was going to I was going to say. This is space chem meets Minecraft. This is space chem meets Minecraft. Because you got to set it up the first
0: time. Once you set it up, then you just let it go.
1: Well, then you modify it and make it better and make it better and make it better and make it better. Yeah. Yeah. This is Space Chem Meets Minecraft. Gotcha. And it's really fun. Oh my god. Like and and the first time you play it, if you don't read the wiki or read any guides, it's this sense of exploration and wonder because you're like, oh, I can now research this technology. What is that? Holy shit. Okay, that's cool. Oh, I can research this techno Oh my god. And it just keeps growing. You're like, wait, I can eventually build like trains? <laughs> Oh yeah! By the way, it's space chem meets uh, Minecraft meets Transport Tycoon. Oh my goodness! Because like eventually you start building stations that load and unload cargo into factories that then produce things for you, and there is an alien presence that will eventually start attacking you as you grow into their territory there's the rub yeah i mean of course yeah uh but as long as you stay small to begin with they don't bother you like they don't start bothering you until you start going near them gotcha gotcha so my friend and i were playing last night we're like hey let's go like i i see some aliens up here let's go check out what that spot looks like and it was a friggin zerg rush and we died (laughs) and then we realized that when you die you respawn that's great you don't drop your stuff but you don't keep your stuff anything you were carrying on you is gone oh so we had like a lot of stuff that we had worked for a little while to put together and it it disappeared we were very sad but now on my desk so again i played this for like just four hours last night and on my desk i have a list of suggestions that i'm going to make on their forums because it's in early access and still in development I have um, I don't have tech trees plotted out, but I have build trees uh, plotted out. So like to research technology, you have to have a science lab, which means you have to have power, which means you have to have a lot of other things along the way. But the science lab takes uh, materials and churns out research. So the material that you need to make uh, is a combination of two other materials, which is a combination of uh, three other materials. It, it just keeps building down and down and down. And so to automate it, it took uh, one, two, three, four, like five factories all chained together to build the materials that we needed. Oh, goodness. So now we even have like Civ Five tech tree sort of stuff
0: going on, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, Although their, their tech tree isn't really laid out very well. Ah. Because um, it, it's, it's not so much a tree as almost a web. So so kind of so, like Beyond Earth. Yeah, kind of, except, I mean, you can't go around things. It's still, I guess it's more of a tree structure. It's just they're shared leaves, which is to say, to research this, you need this and this and this and this other one. It's more like the Civ 2 tech tree. Gotcha. So, the question, how much is it? $20. Is it worth the $20? I put in four hours already. Oh, good. There's a demo. There is a demo. I put in four hours already. That's $5 an hour already. And that was definitely worth $5 an hour. So, yes, this is this is definitely, I'm happy I got this. Microsoft Windows 64-bit installer. Yeah, I, it's not exactly a resource-intensive game. No, it doesn't look like a resource-intensive it's a very, game. Well, actually, it's a really interesting, art style because they use 3d models and then render them as 2d textures huh so the game looks 2d i mean if you if you look at the screenshots it looks like it's um like StarCraft yeah. or Warcraft, but they're not sprites. They actually are models that are just being rendered in 2D. Huh. 200 megabyte download demo. Okay. Working yep. on that. Yep. I would not be surprised to see this on like Humble Bundle when it comes out because it is a nice little indie game studio. They're having a good time with it. Uh, but this is it's it's a really fun game. I'm very pleased that we picked it up yesterday and started playing it.
0: Wow. Only one
1: gigabyte of RAM and 512 megabytes of dedicated memory. That's. It is not an intensive game (laughs) no it's not but it kind of can be because the world is essentially infinite like it's just it keeps growing the world is huge so you can just keep making more automation oh they have a humble store yeah but it's probably going to get steam integration etc etc yeah gotcha (laughs) it doesn't right now though so if you want to play multiplayer you kind of need to have an ip address and a port oh machi. Or just, I mean, I I don't use Hamachi anymore for that. It can connect through the internet. It's just, you need the IP address. Gotcha. All right, so that's my review. I'm probably going to be playing a lot of this game later today, too. Gotcha.
0: So, we shall move on to the random topic. Okay. Speaking of minerals and collection and such. Yep. The random topic is, would you rather be an underground coal or copper miner in
1: 1840? I don't really want to be either one of them. I. So in 1840, right, we're just about to hit the Industrial Revolution. Like, we're hitting the Industrial Revolution. Actually, yeah. the U.S. is in the Industrial Revolution because we're about to hit the Civil War. I have a feeling that copper mining would be safer. Coal mining would probably be more lucrative, right? There had to be a really high demand for coal. Um. Well, 1840s through 1868,
0: most of the, the bituminous coal mining uh, went down. And, but from 19, 1869 on, the, the main form of coal mining was the, the bituminous. I don't know what that means. The type of soft coal. Okay. Rather than the other uh, harder coal.
1: So I, I still don't know the implications of that. I, coal mining was in flux in the 1840s. Yeah, I think I'd go with copper. Yeah, no,
0: I... Those who dug coal were paid by the amount of coal carried to the surface.
1: I'd probably still do copper.
0: Yeah, I, don't know. I Mining in the 1840s, not good either way. Nope, not really. Not really at all. Copper mining in Michigan. Mother, modern industrial mining. You're not really that... Yes, there's a Wikipedia article about copper mining in
1: Michigan, but there's not really any historical... So, I mean, copper had been mined for thousands of years, or at least a thousand years. Yeah. Right? Like, the Bronze Age had copper. So I feel like people knew how to dig mines for copper. Coal was still relatively new, and I don't think I'd, I'd want to do it. There's a lot of coal dust in a coal mine.
0: Well michigan state geologist reported on the copper deposits in 1841 which made a massive rush of copper in michigan yep. 1869 michigan produced 95 95 percent pi- of the country's copper yeah because we U. were the copper mine yeah All right. well can we at least agree that you know mining either way not that great yeah not that great no
1: definitely not that great but the question was which one would you do
0: yeah, no, I might have to lead towards copper mining. Yeah, because I know you, you you get black lung from coal. Is there any like no? Because it's because it's
1: coal dust.
0: Yeah, copper doesn't dust. No, copper mining health risks. Ta-da. Public health agents for toxic substances and disease registry effects of copper. Is copper? I know what copper is. What happens when it enters the environment? How might I be exposed to copper? Concentration? In my, uh, how can copper affect my health? Here we go. Um, high intakes of copper can lead to liver and kidney damage and even death. Yeah, but that's like eating copper. Yeah. It's EPA does not, not classify copper as a human carcinogen because there are no adequate human or animal cancer studies. So outside of just irritation and dizziness, nausea, and diarrhea, it's not really that. Yeah. But yeah. No, I copper. Copper mine. I've I got a bad enough cough right now anyway. I don't want. I don't <laughs> want to get the freaking black lung. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Copper, copper. Copper. Definitely copper. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's that. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.